Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. All right, welcome to the Viking Age podcast. I'm your host today, Adam Patrick. I'm the uh, editor and lead writer for thevikingage.com. And as always, I am joined by Chris Shad, who writes for us here at the Viking Age. He also writes for his own coverage, Bring Me the News, and the Brookings Register. Uh, before we start today's show, make sure to like this video, subscribe to our channel if you're watching on YouTube. Also, make sure to follow the Viking Age on Twitter and Facebook. All righty. Um, let's just get right into it. The Vikings played the Eagles last night on Thursday night football. Um, it seemed like it was going to be uh, a close game at first, but then the Vikings turnover habits uh, reared their ugly heads again, and the Vikings ended up losing 34-28 to and dropping 0-2 for the season. It is the third time they have started 0-2 in the last Four years, uh, third time in Jeff- Je- Justin Jefferson's career that the Vikings are 0-2, so uh, he's just used to this this start. Um, I, 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 mm. <laughs> you sound I, a lot like I did at the beginning of the last podcast, and then yeah. a whole bunch of F-bombs followed, so I'm very concerned for your well-being right now, but go ahead. I'll, I'll let you start. Um, just, just, just point blank. Are the Vikings a bad team? They're 0-2. Are they a bad team? Well, first of all, I want to start off by thanking you for hosting after I was... No in the threshold of volleyball scores and soccer <laughs> games and a whole bunch of other shit last night. But um, you know what I think about the Vikings? And this might be a roundabout way of answering your question, but this is Groundhog Day again. Like, it's the same thing. You mentioned it yourself. This is the third time in Justin Jefferson's career that he has started a season 0-2. And when I look at this team, this is very similar to the team that took the field in 2020. This is very similar to the team that took the field um, in 2022 when they got off to that 0-2 start, I believe. 21. Oh, was it 21? My yeah, apologies. 22 was last year. Oh, yeah. 22 was the 13-win season. My bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Like, this is... Oh, how should I put this? 
Like, honestly, it's like waking up and just seeing the same thing over and over again. You wake up and Paul Allen's just like hashtag faith on your alarm clock. You go in, there's that annoying coworker that's just like skull all the time. But you're Vikings fans and you kind of tolerate it. Then you flip on the game on a Thursday night. You're playing the Eagles and they just kick. Like, I got twins at Yankee Stadium in the playoffs vibes last night. Like, Mm -hmm. anything that could go wrong was going to go wrong in my mind. And like, even like my friends sitting there texting me during the game. And he's like, Oh my God, I'm going through so many emotions here in the early part. And I'm just like, I'm calm. Numb. Like, yeah, I think numb's even a better word because it's just like, I expected this, like this, this is just going to keep happening. And I think the one thing, you know, if you've seen the movie groundhog day, which if you haven't, um, it's a classic, obviously mm-hmm. Bill Murray's in it. Uh, mm-hmm. Harold Ramis directed it, I believe. Um, but in the movie, he keeps living the same day over and over and over and over again. And then he finally, you know, he's trying to get the people around him to cater to him. And then all of a sudden he starts working on himself and things just fall into place. Mm -hmm. The Vikings are at there since 2017, since they went to the NFC championship game, they have basically just sat there and been like, Oh, the NFC, if we can just get lucky here and here and there and there, they have never been this dominant powerhouse team like the Eagles are. And I know the Eagles had their struggles last night, but the Vikings have always like kind of prided themselves on like, you know, maybe the seas will part like they did in 2017 and we can just walk right through it. And we, we can have Kirk as our quarterback and we, we can be just good enough to get into the dance and everything else. And like, you look at this team. And you look at like what their ceiling is after last night. And I'm sitting here going like their ceiling is nine wins. And that might help Maybe the monkeys clapping the sing- symbols as owners, you know, yeah. sitting there like nine and eight, super competitive. <laughs> yay! Like, but I mean, it's not going to win you no. a Super Bowl. And like, if we're not trying to win the Super Bowl, what are we doing yeah. here? Like that should be the goal, not super competitive bullshit or whatever the Wolves want. You should be trying to win a Super Bowl. And to the Vikings credit, they did some of that by working on themselves last offseason, by getting rid of Adam Thielen, by getting rid of Dalvin Cook. Um, You know, Patrick Peterson, Dalvin Tomlinson weren't soul crushing losses. But I mean, you know, this is the step back I think the Vikings need to take in order to be that contender. And we've been waiting on that since 2020 when they started one in five. And then all of a sudden they started getting together and they had that mid season losing winning streak and they wound up what one game short of the playoffs, meaningless gritty in Detroit by Kirk cousin. Like that, that's basically where I'm at. So are the Vikings a bad team? I think they're an okay team. And that is the problem. You remember the 2013 season after they, uh, yes, they went to the playoffs in 2012. Adrian Peterson had that good year. They started 2013. They lost to the lions on the road. And then the loss of the Bears by one point. And then everyone's like, oh, the Browns are coming to town um, in week three. This will be their oh, first win. And then Brian, Brian Hoyer comes in. Josh Gordon tears them apart. And they're 0-3. This feels a lot like that season where it's like, oh, we can you know get back on track. And like I look back at that, too, and they had – I think they had over – at least six turnovers in those first two games as well. Cause it's just, it's just like self-inflicted wound after self-inflicted wound. Um, it's, that's the most, I think the, the toughest part of these last two losses is that they could have won both games. And I know a lot of people have said that, but it's true. They, they played well enough on offense at times for most of the game to win these games and, you know, stupid mistakes like, you know, we don't want to criticize Justin Jefferson because he's just, you know, a reigning offensive player of the year and, and all that. But that was a stupid decision by him to try and get the touchdown last night. And the ball went 
through the back of the end zone. Um, he knows it. Um, and they lost by what six? So that that was huge. Uh, that play. Um, and then you know they can't hang on to the ball. Kirk Cousins gets you know drilled in the back, and I wouldn't put that on him so much uh, as much as I would on the offensive line, which is a whole nother issue. Uh, Alexander Madison fumbles. He's a whole nother issue. Um, a lot of their decisions from this offseason are already not looking good. We'll talk more about that in a little bit, but like it's just it's not looking good. They could be two and zero right now, but they're they're zero and two, and that's that's all because the, the Eagles. You like you could look at the Eagles' first two games, and Eagles fans would tell you like they have not been good in their first right. two games, and they're two and zero, which is great because they can get better. And be and win even more games where the Vikings are like we've been good and we're zero and two. Um, so yeah, they can turn around. I believe, I think the Bengals started zero and two last year. You know, obviously they went to the AFC Championship. Teams have started zero and two in the past and and still done well. But it's it's a tough road, and the Vikings don't have an easy schedule. They have to play the Chargers next. They play what? They have to play the Panthers on the road. Which Adam Thielen revenge game. I looks, bet I'll be excited. It looks a little easier than it did before the season, but you never know. Like we can't we can't take any game, you know, a a given or for granted or whatever this season with this this Vikings team because they just you have to now you have to account for the Vikings beating the Vikings instead of just the team. They're just they're competing against themselves as well, and then they have to play the Chiefs in Week Five and. Have to play all their division opponents. Um, I would say the best thing the Vikings have going for them is the NFC is is not not very good this year. Like you've got the Niners, you've got the Eagles and the Cowboys, and then I know people are high on the Lions, but they didn't look amazing against the the Chiefs. And the Chiefs are a good team, but um, the Vikings can still squeak in the playoffs. But but and that brings me to the next thing: like, do we want that? Are we just going to do the same thing over and again? Yes, they're going to make the playoffs, and then they're going to lose in the first round or lose in the divisional round. Like, okay, so now you're back at the same place you were the year before. So, like, what what is this? Like, like last week, we're going in this never-ending circle of misery. So, like, when do we make a decision to try and make it stop? When do we? You have to do something drastic at some point. And right now, the Vikings are not doing that. They're just treading water every single year, and this is where they're going to be every single year until a significant change is made. So. Yeah, you looked like you were trying to say something else in there. No, you kind of hit on it because I was going to stop you and say, this is the exact problem I'm talking about. We're sitting there looking at the end. Well, the NFC is not real. You know, there's (laughs) San Francisco and there's uh, Philadelphia. But then there's like this this glut, right? But we could fit right in there. Like, honestly, I could see the Vikings going one and four because like you said, Mm -hmm. you play the Chargers next week. Mm -hmm. I mean, Chargers going to Charger, but. I could see them losing that game. Um, Adam Thielen revenge game in Carolina. I think the Vikings should be able to win that, but I don't know. Maybe, you know, instead of throwing tantrums when he doesn't get the ball, uh, Bryce Young will start giving him the ball. And, you know, that could open a whole can of worms. Adam Thielen throws tantrums? Yeah, who knew, right? I just... I Apparently, only, he's from Minnesota, doesn't fly in Carolina. I thought it was only Stephon Diggs. Yeah, that did that. right? Um... <laughs> Weird um, how that works. Looking and then back, you have the Chiefs yeah, okay. at home. And then I think it's Bears and then uh 49ers. So I mean oh, 49. you could be looking you <laughs> could be good. looking at two and six. And at that point, I mean I'll I'll say right now, I'm calling the Jets. Yeah. I'm calling the Jets and be yeah. like, do you want oh, you how desperate call, are you? You should call the Jets if you're one and four. One, right. One one and three. Yeah, I I don't know when the trade deadline is, but I mean I 
I'm calling shit. I'm calling them like if they suck on Sunday, I'm giving them a call and being like, how desperate are you? I want to say it's around Halloween this year. Okay. Um, So you got a good, good six weeks probably. Um, yeah, so I mean, I mean the Jets have loaded up for this run. You know, Robert Sala's job is in jeopardy. Yeah, like, if they suck Halloween. under, okay. if they suck under Zach Wilson, he'll get fired. If like, well, it's looking pretty, pretty obvious. I mean, they just did win. The, they did win on Monday. I was going to say, just just give the ball to Brees Hall, um, or just play Josh Allen every week so he can give you the ball. <laughs> Um, I think they play, they play the Cowboys this week, so they'll they'll uh, they'll see if they're okay enough to to do, just hang with Zach Wilson. But um, can can we can we take a quick segue? Hmm? How hilarious was that on Monday night? <laughs> like we got we literally got off the podcast and like I threw some noodles on. <laughs> and he was, was already hurt. spaghetti, and I'm like, why is Zach Wilson out there? Yeah. Like Peyton's freaking out on there. Like yeah. I didn't even prepare for Zach Wilson. He I was. he's on the team, and yeah. I'm like. And yeah, next thing I knew, Rodgers is on the cart, and I'm like, he's going to come back higher than Bill Walton in his freshman year, like, oh, yeah. in the second half. Yeah, I thought like, he was coming back. Yeah, and then they're like, he's not coming back, and they're like, Achilles. And they're like, whoa. So yeah. it escalated pretty quickly. Yeah, that was that was a crazy – the ending was amazing. Um, yeah. I, I don't know if you stayed up for it, but it was awesome, and that catch by Garrett Wilson was ridiculous. In the uh, Wisconsin bar actually had a oh, special yeah. – <laughs> That if the Jets lost while the Packers weren't playing, they would buy everybody's drinks. So Aaron Rodgers goes down in the first drive of the game, or he's like, "Oh my God, we can we, let's get hammered!" Like it's on the house, and they basically pulled the Farva, right? Mm-hmm. Where they open bar, dude? No, it's not open. Um, <laughs> and they went live just as the Jets were winning, and yeah, that's that's pretty good stuff. And also, but, like the uh, you know, like the underdog, higher or lower stuff, they they usually do like a free guaranteed thing or whatever. I think it, it was like <laughs> free over Aaron Rodgers, half a yard passing. And they had to give people their money back. Um, yeah, oh. that, was, that was funny too. Yeah, that's uh, – and then uh, then somebody tweeted like uh, nobody – I don't like to laugh at injuries and somehow related it back to uh, Anthony Barr uh, breaking Aaron Rodgers' collarbone <sighs> on a clean tackle when yeah. it was legal. Um, I think that that thing's just funny because of how Rodgers reacted. Like, it was a clean play, and, like, there's that photo of him looking like Anthony Barr just flashed a gun at him or something, and then, like, he's walking out the field, and Barr's, like, giving him the suck it taunt. Anthony Barr did give him a a little lewd lewd gesture afterwards. DX. Yeah. But But back to to Thursday, because, you know, that's what we're here to talk about, whether we want to or not. Um, Who deserves the most blame for the Vikings' loss last night? I'm putting it on the front office. Oh, wow. I, you know, and, and I mean, you know, it's the brain trust. Maybe you could put the coaching staff a little bit as well. But this roster, I, I mean, I, I, I get it. When you lose guys that you released. And again, I don't think they were like soul crushing losses, but like some of the guys that they replaced him with. Um, Alexander Madison, like that's the guy for me where I just go, what are you thinking? Because. Uh, it's the running back position, right? Instead of having people that are actually good running backs, we're trotting out guys out there being like the numbers that they'd be good. And like, then they're not. And we're all shocked. Um, you know, I know he only had eight carries, but again, he had a pretty critical fumble that gave life to the Eagles in the first half. Uh, that was before the Jefferson fumble. Listen, and if, then, he if he would have ran well, he would have had more than eight carries. 
Well, so. and that's the thing too. People are talking about, and you know, I may have, again, I was, I was on one last <laughs> night with everything that I was doing. And I said, uh, Brian Flores, defense is basically a Donatelles with more blitzing. And people did not like that. They're like, you had faith in the players. And I'm like, no, I, I just gave I up 259 rushing yards. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, they got bitched for three hours. Yeah. Like that, that's the way I, I would put it. They got straight up bitched for three hours trying to stop the they run. They could have stopped And they couldn't do it. And, and the problem was, you know, it keeps your defense off the field because I saw, heard a lot of people be like, well, they're gassed out there, which is true. Um, good running game controls time of possession. And the Vikings haven't had it through two weeks now. Josh Oliver has been on more pass routes than he's been run blocking snaps, I believe. Um, I don't think that's how they plan that. And if they call one more tight end screen, I'm <laughs> going to lose my fucking shit. Um <laughs> Like, see, it does not work. We do not have the linemen to run it. And yet it is still a pivotal part of Kevin O'Connell's game day. Like, I got his call screen. I got to go deep to deep to KJ Asbury on third down. Do you like those calls, too? That was. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) there are just so many players on this team where you looked at this offseason and you're just like, do you really want to do that? Do you really want to send Josh Metellus two years? Do you you really want (laughs) to? Yeah, do you really meme? want to make KJ Osborne your wide receiver too? Have you seen that like, meme? The, are you are you sure? Yeah, just <laughs> pulling the little thing down. And uh, are you sure about yeah, that? There's just yeah. There's uh, I would put the law the blame for the loss mm, on Kirk. No, <laughs> Kirk Cousins doesn't. Hey, no, Kirky got his stats last night. Okay, you know what? He was Kirko chains. You want some more? Like. I'm not, I'm not going to blame him. Um, I, I, you have to put on the defense. Like you can't give up 259 yards on the ground. I don't care how gassed you are. Like you got to stop somebody. And I don't know if it was Brian Flores because I saw some people being like, you know, they're they're gashing him on the uh, rushing yards, and Flores is still keeping like six guys in the box. He's not putting more guys in the box. But you pick your poison with that Eagles team because they have Devonta Smith and they have AJ Brown, who apparently was not happy last night. Um. Which is hilarious because it's like, dude, we're winning. So uh, stop doing your best Stefan Diggs impression and uh, be quiet. Um, Adam Thielen impression, but go ahead. Um, So I would put on the defense. But yeah, like you said, they... There wasn't really a whole lot they could do because of what they didn't do in the offseason. Like Dean Dean Lowry is your... your big defensive line free agent signing that that you you guys got this year and and Marcus Davenport the uh you know the big pass rusher that you replaced the area Smith with uh he's played what a snap did he even get on the field last night uh, um if he did I can't recall it he was oh that's the other thing uh he was active and so was Darisaw and they didn't play so oh. subterfuge <laughs> who you think they're playing but they're not Galaxy and, brain. And someone they sat was a defensive lineman. They're one of their draft picks, Quell and Roy. Um, they could have used his help last night. Um, uh, but you know, they didn't they didn't do that. Um, all right. So the Vikings have about what, like 10, 10 day, 10 day break. They got a little mini buy coming up before they take on the Chargers inside US Bank Stadium at a noon game. It's a prime Kirk Cousins um game. Like this that that's his his time. Uh, what should the Vikings do during the next 10 days? Should they you know, sign some players, trade some players, promote, demote guys? Like what, what do they need to do to maybe try and get this back on track so they can make the playoffs and lose in the first round? I see a lot of people saying sign Dalton Reisner. Um, no. <laughs> why is he still available? 
Yeah. Again, I'll ask this kid. And somebody, somebody was talking. It's like, well, they don't like spending money on guards. That's an analytics thing. Well, first of all, the Vikings haven't had a good guard in like a Steve decade. Hutchinson? Yeah, since Steve Joe Berger. Retired. Yeah, and I mean, when Joe Berger is the gold standard of like guard play for your team, over who's the, the guy that extended in twenty? Was it twenty fourteen? Um, Nick Easton? No. There's another guy. Hmm. I can't remember. Um, but yeah. It's a good immaculate grid. Go on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shitty uh, Vikings offensive linemen. Yeah. So so they no, they shouldn't sign Dalton Reasoner. Um no. Like I I I mean I get it. Like it's it's like, oh, the guy started and he was okay, and we just need somebody that's okay. But I, I mean the guy played right guard. I and I don't know, like according to uh Darren Wolfson on a spot on uh, score North. He said the Viking coaching staff might be feeding at Ingram. Hey, you're doing great, buddy. You're doing, good job. Gold stars. Like this is little league, you know, like I mean, little league pitcher gets shelled and to, we're just like, yeah, good job. To hey, be, you to be it over fair, the, the offensive line, I wouldn't say it's been the biggest problem for the Vikings this year. Maybe run blocking. But you said it has not been, or biggest. It has been the biggest. I, I don't think it has been the biggest problem for the Vikings. What is the biggest? Um, turnovers. But is, is that okay. all caused by the offensive line? Uh, you could blame some of it on there, but I can you know. think of one. <laughs> yeah, there was, <laughs> and you know the Ed Ingram strip strip sack last week. Uh, that didn't help things. Um, yeah, I I, I would rather them sign a running back and not no not not no 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 not trade for jonathan taylor either because if you're not going to pay dalvin cook don't go out and trade for jonathan taylor and, and pay him because that just defeats the whole thing that you did but sign a running back who has started and performed well i know there's not a lot available on on the street but you know kareem hunt is out there he's better than alexander madison like it's like and madison's not he's not a, a number one running back he's a he's a backup he's a right. guy who comes in for a couple games and and fills in. He is not a starting running back. And also, don't send him fucking stupid racist messages on his Instagram after a game. It's a fucking game. Don't do that. Just had to get that out there. Uh, you shouldn't be betting the Alexander Madison over anyway. No, you're stupid to be doing that anyway. Yes, yes. <laughs> Go um, ahead, continue. But yeah, I would like to see them add a running back some way, somehow, and use him. Like they they signed Miles Gaskin. Where's he? Like, why did you why did you add him? If you're not going to use him at all, is he hurt? I don't think so. They they just re-signed him to the active roster earlier earlier this week, so you know, like they need to do something. To, should they make Jordan Addison the number two receiver? Probably. Um, they need to figure things out on the defensive line. You know, <laughs> I don't even know what that word panamacia. I don't know. I maybe I shouldn't have posted that comment, but I'm just uh, you're just saying you're like oh signed. I mean, don't do, you, don't do you, the Jonathan Taylor Kareem Hunt thing. Well, that's, if you sign players to to one year deals this year, you're going to get that money back next year. So that's not like next year. Oh no, um, you're not because they're getting paid until 2047 because we got enough load years. years to you know. <laughs> so like that's they'll be fine if they sign players because um, they're not getting they're not about to sign someone to a three year deal uh, in the middle of September. Um, but they need I, I think they need to add somebody. And whether it's better offensive line depth, I don't know what you can add for that. Whether it is Dalton Reisner or somebody else you can trade for somebody. Um, who's the Browns offensive lineman? They just, oh no, he got hurt. Never mind. Um, it was like Kobe Gossett or something that, that just got hurt or something. Um, but I, I, I think they need to make some changes because 
and and Marcus Davenport, like what, like did is he real? Bringing him in was really better than than paying Zadarius Smith, who what had six pressures last week with the Browns. Um, did you see he tried to get into the bar after the game too? Zadarius Smith. So so like there's this. I guess the Browns. I mean, it's different for the Browns because their stadium kind of sucks compared to U.S. Bank Stadium. But they have like this bar area, and like Zadarius Smith was walking by it. Um, and he's like, I'm going to go party with those guys. So he tried to go in the bar and like security was like, no, you literally can't do this. This is a bad idea. And he's like, oh, okay. I mean, he's very gregarious until about week eight when he wants a new contract and gets hurt. But <laughs> go on. Yeah. Um, but, but what's the difference? Because Mar- Marcus Davenport's already hurt and he's been hurt the last three or four years. Yeah. So, yeah. So you haven't, what, what do you want them to do? Anything? Um, I want them to trade Kirk Cousins. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> I want to rip the band-aid off. Yeah. I I I am already Owen to? Yeah. I Owen to uh, like honestly, you're we we have already talked about it. Like I, I don't know if they're beating the Chargers. Yeah. I don't I, I know Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. The whole charging thing. I mean, this is like, you know, unstoppable force, immovable object, right? Like Vikings karma against charging. And they're just going to like the whole world might We're gonna have the worst luck. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to try and outluck each other on Sunday. <laughs> like four missed field goals and five fumbles later, we might have a winner. But yeah, it's not. It's going to it's people's heads are going to explode. It might be a high score. That might, that might be the only fun part about it. Because um, the other thing I want to see yeah. them do is, uh, you know, Seth Tupal, who runs uh, Locked on Wild. He had this yeah. tweet and it gave me this idea. Uh, you've seen Friday Night Lights, the movie, right? No, but I, I can probably. Um, so there's a kid in the movie. He's like the fullback and he like has this fumbling problem. And his dad's like this alcoholic drunk. Yeah. And uh, 
So he fumble. He has a big fumble in the game, and like the kid's sleeping on the couch. So then he goes and he punches his kid, and he puts a football in his hands, and he duct tapes it, and he goes, "You want to hang on to the football?" And he like keeps punching the kid. I'm not advocating for punching your son for fumbling, <laughs> by the Adrian way, Peterson's, or like getting getting anybody. What is, is this you know, Adrian having, Peterson's parenting school? What is it? Yeah, yeah. This this is where he got the idea, apparently. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm just saying, like duct tape, you know, do the whole like high school thing where they, you know, have what the guy it? the tiki the barber who like classes who changed his like yeah. way he held everything. He just held it like up here for the rest of his career after he like couldn't stop fumbling. I'm not, I, I you know, and. Speaking of Peterson, he had a fumbling problem, and that was never huh. really fixed. Um, that just like every everybody in that facility, every offensive player, every punt returner, anybody who handles a football needs to have like be holding it at all times. And then maybe they could just have Ed Ingram go around and try and swat it out on unintentionally. And then yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know how you fix. Well, yeah, because one of them was Ed Ingram knocking the ball loose. Another one last night was Kirk Cousins was his blind side um, against the Eagles, who have a ridiculous pass rush. Um, the other one was uh, what Jordan, not 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 Justin Jefferson. Wow, yeah, that's his brother, Jordan Jefferson. Uh, Justin Jefferson throwing the ball out of the end zone. Um, like th- these are, I think, like these things. Some of them are preventable, but some of them they're like fluke plays, like. And I think I think that Jefferson thing, that was him pressing. That was him just trying to do too much in the moment because he knew how that game was going. He knew that the defense was getting pushed around. He knew that, you know, the Vikings hadn't had an offensive drive in nine minutes. He's like, I'm at the goal line. I'm going to try and make this move. And it was also a good play by Maddox or whoever it was uh, on the coverage there. Kind of, you know, getting Jefferson all discombobulated. Mm -hmm. So he's just like, ah. You know, that yeah. seems to be a calling card of this team so far. Is just, <laughs> and again, I, I don't want to sit here and rip Justin Jefferson because I don't. He played out of his mind outside of one. play. Yeah, I was going to say he deserves to have a he can screw up every now and then and not, yeah. not, not get to blame. He is not he is not at Ingram where, you know, uh, mistake after mistake after mistake. He like I don't know how you can speaking of Ed Ingram, I don't know how you can just keep trotting. Him and even Ezra, Ezra Cleveland, who whiffed a couple blocks last night. Like, how do you keep putting these guys on the field? Um, and then be like, oh, I don't know what happened. Maybe uh, it's their tank plan. They're tanking without you know, the Wilfs knowing. You know, a conspiracy theorist would be like, you know, that's maybe that's why they didn't improve the offensive line because they they want Kirk Cousins to to get hurt. Not that they not that they're Sean Payton and they're intentionally injuring people and they have a bounty out on Kirk Cousins. But not improving the offensive line certainly isn't going to not help your chances to. Uh, get your quarterback injured. So, and I don't think they want Cousins hurt. I just no, you know, he gets flustered when he gets pressured. So that's that's. I, I don't think I don't think any team's sitting there going like, let's go two and fourteen because you're gonna get fired or two and fifteen, I guess, but right. you're probably gonna get fired. Yeah, that's but... Brian Flores. He knows how that goes. <laughs> um, Brian, we're going to tank. Uh, excuse me. Yeah, no, we're not. <laughs> um. All right. Well, we talked a little bit some about this stuff, but let's let's look let's look back at the the twenty twenty three off season, which wasn't that long ago. Um, some of the moves the Vikings made uh, during the last few months, they decided to make Alexander Madison their number one running back. They re-signed uh, Garrett Bradbury, who I believe has played one series so far this year. They signed Josh Oliver to a three year twenty one million dollar contract, and he has I believe five catches for forty five yards so far this year. He is a blocking tight end, but 
don't give that much money to a blocking tight end. Um, they re-signed Ali Udo, who actually looks like his season is done now. They didn't invest really in the interior offensive line. They didn't really add more defensive line talent. They they tried with Dean Lowry, but okay. Um, and then they replaced Zadarius Smith with uh, Marcus Davenport. Those are kind of some of the, the biggest moves that they made. Uh, what moves look like disaster already? Um, I'm going to go off the grid and talk about a move they didn't make, and that's signing Justin Jefferson to an extension. Because yeah. right now at 0-2, like every loss, it like if they were 0-2 and, and Jefferson was locked in for three years, I wouldn't be in like right. internal panic mode. I'd just be like, yeah, tank, hell yeah, let's do it. Trade Cousins to the Jets, let's go. I'm kind of that way anyway. But I mean, if Jefferson was locked in, like these games wouldn't have, like there's just this... I don't even know how to describe it. It's like, it's almost like a dark cloud. It's like an intensity. It's kind of like, oh shit, like this isn't good with each loss. Cause like Justin Jefferson, eventually you get afraid that, you know, if the Vikings do get off this two and six start, like we're talking about, like is Jefferson going to be like, this sucks. Like I want to win. Like I see Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase winning in Cincinnati. I see, you know, (laughs) other guys. Well, in general, like they've been to a Super Bowl. They've been to an AFC championship. Vikings haven't won multiple playoff games since 1987. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't care how good the facilities are or, you know, I mean, Kevin O'Connell always talks about it. Like, hey, just before we get started here, I want to thank, you know, uh, our, our spring coach over there. I uh, couldn't do it. You know, uh, Larry, the guy who runs the gate over in the parking the garage, couldn't yeah. get in the building without him. Uh, the janitors who clean the toilets, you know, sometimes, you know, you ha- eat a bag of flaming hot Cheetos and you just got to go. You got to go. And, you know, we can- we can't have those things, uh, <laughs> you know, really distracting our team. Like, Jeff, this is a distraction yeah. and-, and it's a big deal because. If Jefferson winds up, you know, asking for a trade at the end of this year, that is one huge black mark against Quasi Adolfo Mensa, who for somebody who went to Princeton does a lot of dumb shit, um, <laughs> to put it mildly. So, yeah. Yeah, um, that that's pretty bad. But hey, they re-signed TJ Hawkinson, so that's exciting. Um, and Josh Metellus, So More tight end screens. And I mean, if the Vikings move on from Kirk Cousins in 2024... Are they going to be good in 2024? Is is they going to be zero and two again next year? And is Jefferson going to be mad again, even if he's he's back? Like at some point, he's he's not going to be happy. He went to LSU, like, like they won the national t- title, and they like they're not even in like a I don't even want to call it a like a nightmare scenario season. Like I don't think they're going to be bad enough to get Caleb Williams, no. and I don't think they have the ammo to go get him. Um, they would need unless, to trade Kirk Cousins right now and yes. make Jaron Hall the starter. Yes. And then they would need the Colts to finish with like the number one overall the pick so they could. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I, I mean, they would need to trade Kevin like, McDonald for Jonathan Gannon. I don't know. I don't know if Drake May is going to save this team next year, even if you do have. I mean, you don't even have the infrastructure. That was the whole thing. It's like chicken in the egg. You need quarterback and infrastructure like. The offensive line sucks. Uh, the second, uh, not all of the secondary receivers suck. I guess Jordan Addison, pretty good so far. You know who had a bad offensive line um, for a bunch of years, and then eventually caused their quarterback to retire early. Andrew um, Luck. Yeah, the Colts. You know who yeah. their GM was? <laughs> Ryan Gregson. Ryan Gregson. You know who the team he works for now? <laughs> 
this line is fine. What are you yeah. guys doing? Yeah, just, just go ahead and run it out. I believe Quasi Adolfo described him as his uh, his football guy. He helps him with his, his football stuff. The guy who traded a first-round pick for Trent Richardson. Yeah. Yeah. So he... That might be part of the problem too. Like, why, why, why are we? Maybe are we are listening you to him? They're going to trade for Jonathan Taylor now. Yeah, right, right. Three first. What? Huh? Yeah. No. Um. Uh, yeah, I think. Uh, I think the Madison thing is 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 pretty bad. Like, if you're going to do that, fine. But then you need to have a backup player. Like Ty Chandler, not, not your backup. Player. And not a seventh round oh isaiah pacheco oh oh, he's not good oh weird there's a reason madison and i know Devin cook was in front but if madison was better before he became a starter this year he would have gotten more carries like look at tony pollard over in dallas like he got more and more carries every year because he's good um madison he's a he's a backup running back and and the vikings thought they could roll ahead and get, get by with that I mean, they're not really running the ball, so I guess he's not much of a factor. Um, but running the ball would help take some of the pressure off of the receivers, open up your play action, take some pressure off the defense, give them some more rest. And they just, they just have no... Uh, no. <laughs> That's sorry, great. sorry. That's to, great optimism. I just noticed. I, I'm trying to get more... I, so, programming. More though. chats. I'm trying to get more people who comment into For the sure. show. So, I mean, I'm just kind of flashing them as Adam's talking here. Um, and... Yeah. Yeah, just um, I just yeah, I just think Madison. I like the optimism though. I do. So they would have to is go bl- twelve and three the rest it, of the way. Is it blind optimism? <laughs> Purple colored glass. Is it blind leading the blind? Um, I have them in the other room, but yeah. sorry for interrupting. No, you no, no. I I like I like that. Um, but yeah, just the the Madison thing. Like, if you're gonna do that, you need to have a backup plan. You need to have a backup plan for your backup. Um. And they didn't. They were like, oh, we're we're fine. You know, these guys look good in OTAs and shorts. So why won't they look good in uh, in in the regular season? Um, so that's just one thing that bothers me. I know r- running backs are replaceable and everything, but you still need a pretty decent one back there, whether you want to pay him or not. Um, especially if you're loading up, you're sh- signing Josh Oliver, you're giving him all this money. And when then we're told, you know, he, Watch out for his receiving ability. You know, he, you know, he's going to surprise some people. Uh, Forty-five yards in two games. Yeah, he's surprising people. Um, yeah, I just the running back thing is something something that bothers me. Um, what else did I have? Um, so, Quincy Dofamensis had a lot to do with these roster decisions. Um, is his job already in danger? You think for for twenty twenty four, or is it too soon? Well, this will be a year three of his four year contract. I think but, he gets one more year. Unless things go just terribly bad. Yeah, like... Two wins. Yeah, well, and I, I mean, even if he wins two games, like, they might just say, all right, go get your quarterback yeah, now. Yeah. Like, hey, like, there's a silver line to this. Like, we have Caleb Williams now. Mm-hmm. I I don't know if two wins is going to be enough to get that done. Uh, maybe it winds up being Drake May, who Gopher fans are going to get a good look at him this weekend as Minnesota travels out to Chapel Hill. So... Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to that and looking at that through a little yeah. bit of scouting. Um, there's a lot of quarterbacks, though. Like, I feel like there's, I've seen four, five, six. In is Dion's kid, is he old enough to go in the draft? He is. Um, but I, it, it sounds like his NIL is just stupid crazy. Yeah. And I mean, if you're getting paid, you're playing for your dad, you know. Do whatever he probably can do whatever he wants. And if he waits until 2025, he'll be the number one pick in the draft. 
Yeah, I mean the At way this rate. I was gonna say the way he's playing so far, he he might challenge for that <laughs> next year. So that team is fun, by the way. That so Colorado far. team so far. They have, yeah, who they like when they play Oregon? That'll be. I mean, they play that'll TCU. I guess yeah. they play TCU and they beat them. So I guess that's that. That's a big win. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. I don't think his job something drastic would have to happen. Like he'd have to like trade Justin Jefferson and then just piss the Wills off because that's that's one way to do it. Ask Brad yeah. Childress, make a stupid trade, and and one that the Wolves don't want to do, and then they'll be like, sure, see you later. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. I think he he gets one more year, and I still don't, like. I know the twenty twenty two draft class has been terrible, and everyone's like, look at his first draft class; it's terrible. I don't put a lot of that on him. He got the job in February. The draft was in April. A lot of the picks they made were based on what the scouts from Rick Spielman's regime found. So I don't put. 100% of the blame on Quasi. I put some of it, obviously, because he was there. He made the picks. But I'm going to give him a little break with that. Um, but that draft class um, is not, <laughs> not looking good. Lewis Seen can't get in the game when Metellus gets hurt. Uh, Andrew Booth doesn't play. Brian Osamoa doesn't play. Uh, Ed Ingram sucks. Um, Nick Muse is inactive. Nailers, uh, special teams only. Yeah, I mean, he's the second best player from their draft class. Um, and the and Caleb Evans is what and Ty Chandler. Um, did so. did Evans get a concussion late? Because I I remember him. He hit, being it down looked like and, I looked like he hit his head. I don't, but I didn't. I don't remember. No, he had cramps. That's what Kevin okay. Connell said. He got, got some cramps. Yeah, I saw. I saw his head bounce off the turf, and I'm I did like, too. Yep, yep, there but, it is. But he's got that. He's got that special helmet now, so maybe that helped. Um, but yeah, and then. The 2023 draft class, it's not looking terrible. Like, Jordan Addison's obviously been good. Um, but their decisions that they've made with their picks, you know, not to add a center or a guard. I know they don't want to reach and, and draft for need, but that's like a, that was, that's like a desperate need. You have nobody, no, right. no develop, no guys to develop. What, like Blake Brandle, he's been there for what, three years and done what? Nothing. Um, and so, there was no competition to push those guys. No. Like it was just, yep, we're rolling this out and like, Con- like continuity. And then Bradbury got that's one <laughs> the Bradbury thing. He hurt his back last year, yeah, and now his back's hurting again. You just resigned it. Like I thought, the Vikings were supposed to have like this incredible medical staff that could predict injuries and do more to prevent injuries. Like shouldn't have they? Shouldn't that have been a red flag? Like whatever is wrong with with and especially offensive linemen back issues like that's maybe not... they called the twins doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the doctor from the Simpsons? Doctor Nick. <laughs> Everybody is back. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So that's that's. Uh, there's just there's a lot already that's just like just going back in there, flying back in their face about like you know not not looking good. Davenport thing, the Bradbury thing. <sighs> um what looked kind of like an okay, like, okay offseason. I'll give him that. Okay. I would still say Brian Flores is the biggest addition. And you could say Kevin O'Connell made that higher. Um, and then Byron Murphy, I guess he's been okay. Um, they've bet, they've played well in past defense and, and, but not, 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 not defending the run. Um, so, uh, let's finish this on a positive note. We'll, we'll at least try to, um, what's a positive, something, something you've been, pleasantly surprised or something that's been positive about the Vikings in the first two games. I really like Jordan Addison. Yeah. 
I have been very impressed by him. Um, he is doing what Adam Dillon couldn't last year. Get open. Um, yeah, get open, create separation. <laughs> and, you know, even that long touchdown again. I mean, he is the deep threat that the Vikings have needed outside. Like Justin Jefferson can go deep too, obviously. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, you know, Jordan Addison, he looks like a good receiver. Now, this doesn't mean that the Vikings can go ahead and trade Justin Jefferson no. because Jordan Addison's good. I think he is a very good long-term piece. And I think that he is, he's a professional receiver. Now, you know, you go back to the off season, you hope he can stay healthy. You hope he can, you know, make that speeding ticket was a one-time deal, um, which is weird. There's still a lot of people who are just like bringing that up. Just like, Oh, it's bed right open. Like, okay. I, we, we get it. Dude made a mistake. I, I, I get it. And it's a pretty big one, but what is it? What is he? Um, 21, 22. Yeah, 21, 22. I mean, Jalen Carter killed a guy, so. <laughs> and he's playing. I mean, it could, could be worse. Could yeah, be it, worse. Could have been, it could have been a lot worse. And so, yeah. yeah. And, and like, it's easy for us to sit here on our couch behind our computer and be like, oh, he's spending his car and his Lamborghini. Yeah. Uh, if you I would show it, that thing <laughs> off, too, to be honest. Like, Let's be happy look at my Lambo, dude. Let's be happy he wasn't, you know, he wasn't driving drunk. Nobody was on the road. Like, he got he got lucky, yeah, because it could have been a lot worse. But, like, he wasn't a complete idiot. Like, I would say the majority he was, of... He was a level one idiot. Yeah, the majority like of people <laughs> in our country or whatever have gotten a speeding ticket. So, like, it's not like this crazy thing where you have to, like, go out of your way to do. Like it was, it was a mistake, and we've all made mistakes, especially in our early twenties. Uh, yeah, um, but yeah, I'd, I'd agree that Jordan Addison is a is a big positive. I would say, you know, despite their performance against the run last night, I've been been pleased with Brian Flores' defense. Um, at least pressure wise, pass defense wise, they tackled <laughs> not against the run. They tackled really well last night, at least in the first half. Like I felt like every time the Eagles caught a pass, there was a multiple Vikings defenders around there to tackle him. They did a really good job of not letting Jalen Hurts hurt them on the ground. Um, different story for DeAndre Swift, who seems to play really well against the Vikings. He always did well when he was at the Lions, too. The whole Lions team like just gets like an extra power. It's being an extra power, like 61 yarder by Jake Elliott. Like I I don't understand yeah. how like <laughs> opposing kickers just turn into the ultimate warrior. <laughs> they see like, the they, they see the color purple and it's just like opposite. exit stage left, exit stage right. There is no escape. All the exits have been burned out. <laughs> it's just the opposite of crippling. Oh, I blacked out. What happened, man? Dude, you hit from sixty one. Jake Elliott's face too was hilarious. He's like, "Holy shit, I did that." <laughs> He's a good kicker. Um, He's a very good kicker. That's a positive. I don't think Greg Joseph has missed a kick yet this year. Um, so that's uh, that's exciting. I think Ryan Wright has been punting well. <laughs> Brennan, Brennan Powell almost had a good return last night, but then uh, he fumbled. Kirk's uh, stats are good. They are. They they are. Um, last night was a lot of garbage time. I know. I know. They only lost by six. Here, was, here's. Can I say this? Yeah. Because I don't think I've gotten to this point. Nothing mattered about that game after it was 27-7. Nothing was it, mattered. Was it 27-7? It was 27 7. Oh, and then they scored. 7, and then I think. Was it Hawkinson or Addison? I can't remember. Might have been Addison. I think it was Addison. Or Osborne. Because right out of halftime, it's a game. You get the ball. Kirk gets strip sacked. They get a touchdown. I think it was three and out or something. They get another touchdown. Like at that point, it was just like. Well, think about. Garbo time, Kirk. After the Jefferson. And and, and I'm not slamming Kirk. I'm just saying, like, the, the Eagles were never threatened in that game. 
They were never maybe at halftime, maybe when Justin Jefferson's lunging for the goal line, there's a little bit of a threat. But I mean, second half, particularly, there was no threat that the Vikings were going to come. I, I know everybody's like one score game. They played till the end. No, they and they were they trying got to their run, ass kicked and then they they were trying to run out the clock too. at the end of the first half and they just kept gaining yards on the ground. So like we might as well try this field goal. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, like think about after Jefferson fumbled the ball, like the Eagles went down, scored a field goal. And they came back and scored a touchdown. So that's a 10-point swing, like, just after that that touchback. Like, that was huge. Yeah. Um, so, <sighs> oh, man. Um, so they get to play, let's see, they get to play the Chargers next. And then they play the Panthers. And then they play the Chiefs, who probably will have Travis Kelsey back. They're going to have Chris Jones back. Then they play on the road against the Bears. Who knows? They always suck in Chicago anyways. Then they play the Niners at Green Bay and at Atlanta, which doesn't look so... And the Saints, like, this is not an easy schedule. <laughs> Call the Jets. Call the Jets. Yeah. Trade Kirk. Um, it's been fun, Kirky. Yeah, so um, we'll be back on, on Monday to talk about everything that happened on uh, Sunday and whether it affects the, the Vikings. The, the Chargers could start 0-2 as well. They're playing the Titans uh, in Tennessee this weekend. So that's possible too. We could have, you know, a loser. We could have a loser leaves town match in, uh, in week three and in, inside us bank stadium. Um, so it's my kind of atmosphere, right? In a, in a, <laughs> in a steel cage, uh, Kirk cousins, uh, who is in every commercial now. Did you notice that? Like, yeah, he's in KFCs and the NFL one. He's really, uh, his marketing has really stepped it up this uh, these last few months with the Netflix series, the commercials. You know, and I was thinking last night, I'm like, you know, Mike Zimmer would be like, oh, maybe he's just not doing so many commercials. Yeah. <laughs> Even though he just threw for four touchdowns and 300 yards. 400 yards, yeah. Yeah. You know, Mike Zimmer would have something to say about that. All right. Uh, we'll get out of here. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure to subscribe to the channel and like this video. Um, and then this podcast will be available in audio form uh, by the morning on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to follow Viking Age on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, but until next time, Chris and I talk to you later. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. 
And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.